What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Two Taku Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Xavier and Alton. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Join the Discord, and don't forget to pick up something for yourself in that Teespring merch store. All links are in the description boxes down below. Hello. Other than that, welcome back. And why are you frozen already? What the heck? <laughs> Man, I don't know. You're supposed to go back to better internet. <laughs> Immediately. Time to freeze. Immediately, dude. Alright. Well, welcome back, everybody. As we said in the last one, I'm pretty sure we said in the last one, we are going to do what we're going to watch today. Yeah, guys. And next week we'll do the season reviews. Which means I have a lot of anime to watch. <laughs> hey, I gotta catch up too. Uh, and, and if you guys a lot of time. haven't noticed, I'm back. I'm back in uh, in my fateful home. Yeah. And nobody cares. Everyone cares, man. I'm back on video, baby. Oh wow! So the quality just got worse. That's what you're saying. Man, your quality right now is terrible. So don't even talk to Not me. Not on my side. Yeah, on 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 my side, it's terrible. That's not the important side. Yeah. Okay. So, we are doing what we're going to watch. What we're going and, to watch. Uh, There's a lot to get get through. A lot to get through. Not a lot of time. I already got my list. Alton's got his. There are too many on both of our <laughs> lists. And we're probably going to end up with like five. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just get into this. I think, I think I'll start first off. We're just like knocking off the season twos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just, just let's just burn through those. Yeah. First one is Shield Hero season three. That's kind I'm of an ready obvious. For it. I mean, we. It, I mean, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. We. we I he mean. uh. He didn't enjoy season two, and I understand. I understand. Well, but it's not that I, I didn't do... enjoy season two. I felt like it was just a lot slower. Like compare, especially compared to season one. Oh, it was a lot bro. slower. You have no idea how the manga felt. <laughs> so, I appreciate season two for actually burning through that arc because I I was not a fan of that arc. That's it fair. Yeah. Like a, it was a waste of time. Yeah, and you, you told me that like that you, you told yeah. me right off the bat that that season was gonna be rough to watch. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't gonna be it. So, season three is gonna be a lot better. Um probably a lot darker actually because mm. it deals with that's uh, now you're talking about language it deals with slavery and stuff so uh season three should be a lot better uh season two of goblin slayer goblin slayer is like one of my favorite manga love it season two is gonna be great because the whole thing is great it's it's just great so watching season two of that um What's the English name of this one? The Faraway Paladin, the Lord of Rust Mountains. That's a season two also. Even though, like, it, it doesn't feel like a season two. Because honestly, season one, remembering it again now, was kind of like an epilogue, it mm-hmm. felt like, almost. Where it was, like, introducing the character, how he got his powers, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, one of those reincarnated things where they're just, like, ultra strong because they were reborn in this world right 
he was like actually raised by like some strong people trained until he's like i don't know he's like 17 or something and now like the show is going to start with him going out into the world he did a little bit in the last season but like not a whole lot like six episodes so honestly i didn't think it was getting a second season so excited to see how that goes (laughs) uh spy family season two Oh, I there's, forgot that was out there. Yeah, there's two episodes that are already out, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the ratings so far are accurate because Spy Family needs a redemption in my book because part two of season one was. I didn't even finish part good. two to be honest with you. Me either. So. Me either. I'm hoping I don't have to watch part two to start season two. Because if that's the case, it's never going to happen. Yeah. It's never going to happen. I'm just going to figure it out as it goes. Like, okay. Well, good luck with that. Um, I don't know if this counts as a season two, because it is a new show. But it is the spin-off sequel of The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Oh, uh, I don't know so, if I'm going to watch it. I, I don't know. We'll see. I didn't even know it was coming out so soon. I need to catch up with the manga, but I'm a fan of Seven Deadly Sins, so I'm hoping this one's going to be good. (laughs) I don't know if it will be, though, because they're kids, and I don't like kids. (laughs) So... Okay, then. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the reviews so far seem pretty decent, so... At least it shouldn't be terrible, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Eminence of the Shadow, Season 2. In all honesty, didn't finish Season 1. But, but I'm hoping if I watch Episode 1 of Season 2, I could figure out whether or not it's the same show. In the sense of, like, has it gotten more serious? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Has the MC gotten more serious instead of he's still like, oh, this is all a fantasy? Is he like, no, this is a legit thing? Because if he is, it's a legit thing. I'll watch it. If it's still just like, oh, coincidences and stuff, then no, I'm not. I can't do that. It's just. That's fair. It's not entertaining, you know? Listlessly going through your own story and things happening and you just react to them. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone enjoys it, but not me. But it's got an 8.5, so maybe it's better. I don't know. And then Dead Mount Death Play Part 2. I think Part 1 was last season did i watch it last season or was it the season before last i couldn't tell you uh i have it completed it doesn't have a date okay well part two is out i'm gonna watch it i enjoyed the first one so i expect the second one to be uh to be better the second part whatever the heck you call it i don't know pc just turned on by itself Oh, that's always nice. Mm-hmm. A little hacking in the morning, never hurt anybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> so those are the... uh watching a lot of season twos, man. The next seasons. I know, most of them are. Most of them are. The other ones... At least half of the other ones are manga that I read. Fair enough. Which is... uh I guess it just means I read 
a lot of manga. <laughs> so, uh, the first one of manga that I don't read is Berserk Gluttony. Oh, you watch it, it now? Yeah. Mostly because it just seems kind of like a generic like uh, fantasy, you know? Yeah, kept me up. Let's see. Fate Graphite is one of the Forsaken, cursed with the skill Gluttony. He is ever starving, never sa- sated. I think it's supposed to be satiated. Uh, Until the day he kills a dying thief and devours the man's strength in his soul. The true hunger of fate's gluttony has awakened, and if he can learn to control his power, he will at last be the master of his own destiny. So I wonder if he has to, like, kill people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, like, stay satiated. So, I was just like, alright, well, you know, hey, if this man has to go on a murder spree, <laughs> just to have a full belly, I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, that's fair. So, I'm at least gonna check it out. I'm hoping it's gonna be good. Uh, expectations are not too high. It's already got, like, a... It's got a 7.34 out of 10. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. I mean, I expect it to be average. You know what I mean? Which is funny because as far as like anime goes, like a seven is average. If something's like a five, it's not average. It's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know why that is, but. It's the way the world works, man. Yeah, it's just how it goes. All right, so what's the first one you're going to watch that's not a second season? Um. I think the first one I'm going to watch is this one called Overtake. Which looks like a oh, F1 driving. Uh, right. But let's see. It's a synopsis. Freelance photographer Koya Madoka is in the midst of a slump due to a certain reason. While working on a story at the Fuji International Speedway, he meets the high school F4 racer ha- Haruka Ashahina, and he suddenly finds his heart racing once again. That's the whole thing? No. I'm trying to figure out oh. their ages real quick before I continue. Oh. I mean, okay. old enough to drive, right? <laughs> he says high school F4 racer. Oh. So I'm like, yeah. But I also know like sometimes when they refer to high school students, they could be referring to college students technically. So I don't know. Uh, he decides to support Asahina and help him make his dreams come true with the small team Kom- uh, Komaki Motors. With this, the lives of Madoka and Asahina, who have completely different personality and ages, intersect with each other. Uh, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, w- I saw that, and then I saw it said, like, photographer, and I was like, I'm not watching a show about the photographer. <laughs> if he ain't Hang in the on. seat, I don't care. Because this might be, like, grooming, dude. Yeah, it sounds kind of like grooming. Sounds a little sus, bro. Sounds so, a little sus. I mean, the animation is really nice. Uh, hey, if you want to get <laughs> groomed... That's up to you. Oh, maybe I'll check out episode one and see what their exact ages are. All right. Maybe that's what we'll do. 
right, man. Because I'm, I'm assuming maybe like though. when they say different in ages, like I'm assuming maybe she's like 21, 22, and he's like 18, 19. Oh, it's a female driver? No, no, it's a female photographer and a oh, male driver. And a male driver. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I, I'll, maybe I'll check out episode one to see. If it's a little weird, I, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to keep watching it. But Hey, you let me know if this 16-year-old and this 24-year-old are trying to, trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have to see. Alright, so the next one that I'm watching is about a slut, actually. Oh, okay, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, getting right into it. <laughs> getting right into it. So, here's the thing. Honestly, I thought this was one that I read because this genre right now is really popular. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. So, it's about the gal in the gloomy guy dating. Right? I don't know if you've seen this, but a lot of new manga are about gals and gloomy guys and no i don't think so i don't know why it's called our dating story the experienced you in the inexperienced me ryuta kashima is a gloomy high schooler as part of a punishment game he was forced to confess to runa shirakawa a girl from the top of the school cast who was admired by everyone they ended up going out for the unexpected reason of er i'm free now so but Ryuta ends up following the eavesdropping of on Runa being confessed by a handsome soccer club member and Runa bringing Ryuto, whom she had just begun dating, to her own room as a matter of course. They have different friends and ways to have fun and they are different in almost every way. Nonetheless, they begin to relate with each other after being surprised by their differences every day and accepting them. So like in the trailer, at the end of the trailer, she like is like aren't we gonna have sex now like since we're dating and he's like what are you talking about <laughs> like we <laughs> so yeah this is a really popular genre going on right now i don't know if i read this one but man i think i'm reading like three similar ones because it's just like it's everywhere it's like it's it's becoming the new isekai but Isekai's not going away. <laughs> Isekai, actually, Isekai's kind of going away, being replaced by, like, the reincarnated thing, but I consider those, like, the same story, you know? But uh, as far as romance tropes go, this one is huge right now. So, I'm going to check it out. Okay, okay. I think it'll be dumb fun, you know? Okay, never uh, pass up on some dumb fun. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Alright, what else you got? Um, Alright, so I, I this is one that I there's a high chance I might not stick with it, but I might at least check out episode one. And that's Ron Kimono Hashi's Forbidden Deductions. Um, looks like a detective type one. Oh, that's like the, yeah, that's the detective one. Yeah, so um, if I remember correctly, hang on, let me see. Is this the one that's I don't think so. I don't. Um, I know there's like a weird like detective one coming out that's made by um, oh gosh, uh, it's made by a creator we know, who has a very popular anime manga out. Um, I can't think of which anime manga it is. I'll have to look no. into it. But um, I don't think this is it though. 
But the synopsis says, despite lacking the skills suited for his role on the Metropolitan Police Department investigative team, Totomaru Ishiki wants to solve murders and help people. Following the advice of one of his seniors, he ventures out to enlist the aid of the reclusive Ron Ron uh, Kamanohashi. Five years ago, Ron was the most promising detective from the illustrious Detective Training Academy Blue, yet for reasons unknown to the public, he sank into obscurity. Uh, Totomaru expects a well-dressed, composed man, but he gets a messy-haired and uninhibited eccentric. After years in solitude, Ron barely resembles his former self and refuses to even hear out the detective. Oh. However, as quickly as Ron rebuffs, he flips on a dime and dives headfirst into the current serial murder case. The true reason Ron cool. withdrew from the detective world was not from the lack of desire, but rather from something out of his control. And Totomaru might just be the key for his return to his former calling. Together, the wide-eyed officer and deranged detective tackle each mystery that comes their way. My gosh. It's a long synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It, it, you know, it seems like it could be pretty interesting uh, anime plot, yeah. you know. So I'll, I'll give episode one at least a watch and see see what's popping, you know. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I do like detective stuff, but I don't like boring detective stuff. Exactly. So hopefully it's not boring detective stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, the next one that I'm going to check out, which, honestly, now that I see... Well, actually, it's not the studio, but it may be who's producing it. It may be a drop, because it's being produced by Square Enix, and they have been, like... (laughs) Like, it's hit or miss in a big way. Yeah. It's hit or miss in a big way. But it's Ragnar Crimson. And honestly, it's because... I had uh, that... As I was gonna watch it, but then I watched the trailer and I was like, mm, I ain't, I yeah. wasn't feeling it. Hit or miss in a big way, bro. I don't know if it's gonna be, seeing as dead sister wanting revenge on all dragons. Okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, in a world where dragons rule sky, sea, and land. Those who would fight them and win must surpass the limits of normal human strength. Set on victory at any cost, dragon hunter Ragna joins forces with the mysterious Crimson. Crimson's motivations may be obscure, but their goal is the same, to destroy the dragon monarchs. So, you know, revenge plots, dragons, killing dragons, cool. Now, again, this is Square Enix. It might be good. It might be garbage, because it honestly might be an anime that's just an advertisement for another mobile game. Right. But, I mean... We'll see because I think was it the last one that uh that like melody one where the guy was like the piano guy who would lose his arm whenever the girl went like super mode. You remember what I was talking what I'm talking about? You said I'm trying to the think. guy would lose his arm. He was like the conductor. Oh, Licorice Recoil. Oh no 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 that was the the one Not with Ligurus the girls Recoil. with the guns. Yeah, um, that was the uh. I know what you're talking about. That one was... uh, That was dope. Yeah. Yeah, no, that one was really good. That was dope. And it was an advertisement, basically, for a mobile game. Yeah, which (laughs) means we're probably not getting a season two. Yeah, good. The mobile game isn't even out in the United States yet. So, very disappointed. what was that called? Don't remember. But I'm pretty sure I put myself on the waiting list for the mobile game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, (laughs) man. Bro, it was so cool. It was so cool. It was such. It's such a cool concept. But 
Yeah. So there's that. Um, are you watching Shy? Yeah. All right, cool. So we're both going to watch Shy. This is a manga that I don't know if you keep up with, but I'm behind on. And uh, I started reading it, and I sent it to Alton, and I was like, bro, you got to check out this superhero I, I fell off on reading dope. it when I uh, switched, when uh, I, like, whatever happened with my account on my oh. manga cock a lot. And right. I just haven't That's picked like, it up yet. Um, right. But I was like, what's crazy is they started actually um, not getting paid for this advertisement, but Barnes & Noble's is doing like a buy one, get one fifty off on manga right now. So your boy yeah. was up in there heavy yesterday and the day before. Um, but they have the volume, like the um, translated Shy. volumes of Shy out yet now. They didn't have oh, the first man. one or I would have got it. But uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that might be a manga. I'll just go ahead and start collecting in terms of the volumes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting. It's an interesting. It was. It was uh, like an interesting story, story and like take on yeah. like superheroes and like the, mm-hmm. their powers, which is really cool. And what like a real superhero would be like? Yeah, because realistically, not everybody would want powers mm-hmm. or be like, you know, confident in them. So Shy is obviously about a girl named Shy. Uh. Just as the well, her superhero name is Shy. But just as the planet approached its third world war, individuals with superpowers appeared from around the globe to maintain peace. They became the symbols of their respective nations, striving to limit crime and bring evildoers to justice. Teenage heroine, heroine, Taru Shy Momijiyama is Japan's representative in the world of heroes when a mysterious threat called Oh, God, I don't know. Amalerics? Amalerics? Emerges. Shy must work together with her fellow heroes to stop them at all costs. They're they're fighting aliens. They're, <laughs> they're fighting aliens. But everybody has different powers, and their powers are basically shaped by their emotions. Mm-hmm. And how powerful they are are shaped by their emotions. So she has fire, which is cool. But, man, she there's, there's this... The, english guy i think he's britain yeah he's got like like light or something he's so cool yeah <laughs> he's ruthless too he's a he's a pop star or not a yeah. pop star, a rock star so. yeah he's a rock star so gonna watch that um man are all the rest man i only have two others dang man yeah, because all the rest are season twos. I'm watching more um, new anime than you. That's yeah. crazy. Look at that. Um, This is another one that I read. Honestly, it'll probably be one that I drop. Uh, It's, uh, what's the English one? The Demon Sword Master of Excalibur Academy. Battles for ancient kingdoms are nothing compared to the battles of a classroom. <laughs> Awakening from... <laughs> That's the first line, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Awakening from magical stasis after a thousand years, the Dark Lord Lionus suddenly finds himself in the body of a ten-year-old boy. He quickly meets Rosalia, a girl confronting the voids, creatures that have nearly exterminated humanity. Determined to uncover the mysteries of this strange new era, Leonis enrolls in Excalibur Academy, a school that trains students to fight back against these enigmatic monsters. 
could the voids hold some connections to Linus's past? Um, not really. He's <laughs> he's a. <laughs> I was just gonna spoil that right there. He's a reincarnated general of like the demon lord or whatever. Mm. So, and the voids are like some creatures, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kill all of you and conquer the world, mm-hmm. and uh, hope that my demon lord resurrects, kind of thing. So, okay. I mean, again, it's probably going to be one that I drop because I don't think they're going to do it any kind of justice. I think they're going to keep it super generic, keep the fight super generic, Hello? which is going to be disappointing, but not surprising. So, you froze for a second there. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of time, regardless. So, okay. Um, All right. Well, I have 12 more to go through. What? No, I'm just kidding. I got five. Uh, <laughs> I have one. What are you What are you doing? And I'm pretty sure you're still watching more than me, dude. I know. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm going to run through these real quick. Uh, this one is probably going to be a drop, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm also curious as to see what it is. And that's Paradox Live, the animation. So it says, set in the near future. Are you joking? <laughs> they said rap, man. I, okay, I have man. to see what All this right. is. <laughs> you watch your boy love rap. <laughs> From the saturated hip-hop culture rises a new movement, the Phantom Live. Using metals called Phantom Metals embedded into their accessories, the rappers create illusions, phantoms that are linked to their emotions through the chemical reaction of the metals with their DNA. However, on the other side, there are those who suffer from phantoms of trauma as a reaction after using the phantom metals. Club Paradox is suddenly back as a state, uh, back as the stage of the mysterious per- Paradox live battle ten years after the club's disappearance. Four units were invited to compete to win ten billion yen worth of prize money and 10 a right billion. To, yeah, to challenge the le- like a million dollars. <laughs> legendary <laughs> rapper unit called Budokan. These four groups who are immensely popular with their respective genres are Bay, the Cat Whiskers, Cosmes, the Aken Yatsura. What's that? That's $66 million. Each individual has, <laughs> and uh, each individual and as a team have their own reasons on accepting the invitation. In order to prove their own music is the number one, they participate in stage battles. The curtains are raised to the illusionary stage battles where light and darkness come together in swirl and frenzy. I don't know. I I, I kind of just want to see what, what's popping. So, all right, man. You you enjoy your boy's love, and I will not. Okay. Um. Oh, technically, I only got four more. All right. I still only got one more. Oh, technically, I, I only got it. two more because that was rising the shit hero. That was there. Oh, okay. Um. So the next one I'm going to be watching is, which I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen clips of this, and I don't understand how this has a 6.5 rating, but I'm going to be watching Under Ninja. So it says, a high school loner is given the part-time job of a lifetime as a modern-day ninja tasked to perform international assassinations. After World War II, Allied Command in Japan develop a new agency to help manage terrorism and violence within the Pacific region. 
The agency was staffed with Ninja and they were initially tasked to handle domestic affairs. Eventually that program grew to its current form and managing 20,000 ninjas across a range of domestic and international affairs. <laughs> a lot of One ninjas. of those ninjas happened to be Kudo. The 17-year-old high school loser is now poised to be the next line of defense against a potential surge in foreign assassins invading Tokyo. And I, yeah, I, I'm like I'm 98% sure I've seen a clip on TikTok of this and I don't understand like from the clip I seen I was like, "Oh man, this looks pretty cool." So, I don't know. I'm going to have to check out episode 1 and see why yeah. it, see whether or not it deserves a, it deserves a 6.5 rating. I feel like you're going to be tricked. Like you terms it's going to be better than or it's going to be terrible. Oh. It's going to be one of those where it's like that's the one good part. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then the last one I'm watching is, of course, Undead Unluck. Um, I actually got the first two volumes of this manga. Um, this actually is going to be, it, it seems like it's going to be pretty, pretty legit. Um, wait, I thought, okay, that's something. After reading the conclusion of her favorite manga series, Fuko Uzumo it finally feels ready to end her existence. Oh, okay. Uh, for the past 10 years, <laughs> Fuko has... Man, I thought you read it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuku has been afflicted by a condition that brings extreme misfortune to anyone who touches her. This has had a drastic effect on her surroundings, her uh, even inadvertently resulting in the deaths of those around her, including her parents. Jeez. Yeah, it's dark, bro. Uh, as she stands on a bridge above train tracks, Fuku is touched by a strange man, causing the footing underneath them to break and dropping him in front of an oncoming train. However, when Fuku finds a man's corpse, she discovers that his body is regenerating and that he is coming back to life. The man whom Fuku names Andy is immortal, and like her, he also wishes for death. Initially dismissive, Fuku eventually decides to team up with Andy to give him the best death possible, but a mysterious organization lurks in the shadows, hoping to take advantage of the duo's bizarre abilities. So, yeah. Wait, what's her ability? To cause misfortune. Oh, just to cause misfortune. Okay. Yeah. I was like, "What? Well, she can't die either." No, anyone who touches her get uh, um, basically gets gets a bunch of bad luck, and probably end up dying. <laughs> hey, I don't know why they just not experimenting on us then. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So the last one that I'm watching is another manga that I read, of course. And, honestly, I am surprised by how high the rating is. It's got an 8.22 out of 10, which is astonishing to me because it is it's, it is the epitome of harem comedy. Like, there's no... Oh, no. There is no... There's nothing greater, okay? I'm going to read the title to you, and then you'll understand. So the title is The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You. (laughs) And it is not joking on the 100 girlfriends, okay? That (laughs) That is not an underestimate, okay? The first chapter, he gets two, all right? Every, like, every arc is about him getting a new girlfriend. Oh, my. While still dating all of the other girls, and they're all 100% fine with it. Okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) I'll read it. I'll read why. I think it's in the synopsis. 
So upon graduating middle school, Rintaro Aijo manages to confess to the girl he loves. Unfortunately, he gets rejected, making it his 100th rejection in a row. Having experienced heartbreak after heartbreak, he goes to a matchmaking shrine and prays with the hope of finally getting a girlfriend in high school. Suddenly, the god of the shrine appears, promising Rintaro that he will meet 100 soulmates in high school. Oh my god. Although skeptical at first. Here's the thing, though. He's like, yeah. He's like, what happens in the manga is that god is like, yeah. Don't worry, dog. You're going to meet your soulmate. And he he meant to write, like, one. And he actually, he accidentally, like, put in 100, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bad transaction kind of thing. So even he was just like, oh my gosh, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) So although skeptical at first, Rintaro quickly acknowledges the truth behind the god's words when two of his soulmates, Hakari Hanazo, Hanazano, I don't know, and Karen Inda confess to him the very same day that they meet him. However, there was one detail that the god forgot to tell Rintaro. If any of his soulmates fails to get into a relationship with him, they will die. Now trapped in a matter of life and death, Rentaro decides to date all his soulmates. With a heart so big that it can be shared among 100 girlfriends, Rentaro makes the most out of his unanticipated high school life, with the Rentaro family growing ever larger. It's going to grow to 100. I think right now he's at like 20-something. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And, And it's legitimately though if they don't date him they die like <laughs> he has no choice he, he has, has no, choice. no choice like they start getting sick and ill and stuff like they're like having a heart attack he's just like no we have to date like lord i don't mercy. want you to die because like originally he's like no i can't i can't date two girls at once and then it's like oh no oh no one of them's dying <laughs> <laughs> i have to so it's rough yeah, super surprised at how high the rating is. Yeah, but uh, people loving it, I guess. Yeah, people are loving it. So definitely going to watch that. Definitely going to check it out. That's all that we're watching. I got 13. I still got to still got to catch up on a few. Uh I'm not going to tell you how many or how far behind I am. Yeah, man, but, you better uh, catch up. I'll do my best. Or I'll just drop the rest. So. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Other than all that, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Join the Discord, and don't forget to pick up something for yourself in that Teespring merch store. All links are in the description boxes down below. Other than that, we will see all of you in the next episode. Until next time, guys. Mm -hmm.